0: What's up, Real Buzzers? Before we start today's show, please go on Facebook and follow us at Real Buzz Takes. Then head to Instagram, follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Then head to Twitter and follow us at Real Buzz Crew. Um, also, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review. It really does help the podcast out a lot. Also, feel free to send us an email at any time at RealBuzzTakes at gmail.com. And if you go to anchor.fm backslash Real Takes, you can also leave us a voice message, which we will certainly play live in a future episode. All right, let's start the show. Coming up on the pod, we talk bartenders, reveal the judgments they assign to popular drink orders, Christmas movies, real or fake, and weird Christmas gifts that are sure to please your favorite fruitcake, as well as the movie we're reviewing today Bad Santa. <laughs> if you want. saw Spider-Man. This is Real Buzz I need to see it. Yeah. Here it's good. With the Real Buzz Crew. Welcome to another edition of Real Buzz Takes. Today we are the Real Buzz 2. I am Real Buzz Rob.
1: So I'm going to be staying here for a while. Uh, Things are all fucked up at the North Pole. See, Mrs. Santa caught me fucking her sister and uh, I'm out on my ass now. She got half of everything. <laughs>
0: It's just so strange to me that he's explaining such an adult concept, applying it to Santa Claus, and then explaining it to uh, uh, an eleven-year-old. Well, then it
1: all comes back around 10-year-old. later on yeah, as he's about Mister Santa's sister.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good night, Mister Santa's sister. And to my left, we have Keenan, aka Keenan the Cannibal, aka Cannabis Keenan, aka Keen the Barbarian, Keenan Robertson.
1: Well, wish in one hand, shit in the other one, see which one fills up first.
0: That is something I live my life by.
1: Yeah, my dad used to always say that to me, That the, even before this movie came out.
0: If you take one thing away from this film, that is the one little nugget you should take away. Wish in one hand, shit in the other, see which one fills up first.
1: Yeah, it's a good line. Billy Bob just crushes it in this movie. The
0: best. Well, we're going to get into it later in Tipsy Trivia. There were a lot of people really trying to play this role really a lot of really interesting people that uh, had they been cast would have it would have been really different but it would have been really interesting
1: yeah i mean i i almost feel like billy bob was born for this role
0: you know much like ryan reynolds with deadpool billy bob thornton and bad santa was just the role he was born to play
1: now i'm gonna blow your mind a little bit here i'll just are you mentally gay no i've never seen this movie start to finish really before earlier like this morning that's uh, fascinating yeah i had seen it was always on comedy central when i was a kid so i would catch bits and pieces of it yep i think i had seen all of it but never like, never in one sitting yeah and there was actually parts of it I, I have some things i wrote down that i had never seen before that i was just laughing my ass off so all in all this was a very pleasant morning watching this movie
0: it was fantastic yeah uh all right so let's get to the it's not really news today but it's just more kind of fun stuff to do so i'm not going to play the news theme. Ah, oh, the news theme's fun anyway. All right, we'll do the news theme.
1: The news. This
0: is mostly just BuzzFeed bullshit, but it's fun.
1: Yeah, I feel like I've heard of one of the articles you mentioned, but we'll, we'll go into it.
0: So this... First thing we're going to talk about: bartenders revealing the judgments they assign to your popular drink. Orders. I feel like I've seen this article so, before. Based on what you drink, this is what bartenders think about you. A, a general consensus. I don't know if there's a bartenders association that they contacted to obtain this information. Well, as a former
1: bartender myself.
0: Oh, I would love to hear your. Yeah, that's no, great.
1: There's no bartenders association that I was ever part of. You guys are there, union. There's an unspoken brotherhood and uh, and sisterhood. Okay, uh, you know uh, kinship. And I feel like I a they them hood, if you will. I might actually be able to uh, speak into
0: this. I would love your. I would love your any any analysis you can bring to this would be fantastic. All right, let's party! All right. Number one, tequila on the rocks with lime. You're a wild party person, and you love to tell stories about what said tequila made you do.
1: <laughs> I I think that's fair.
0: That sounds pretty accurate.
1: <laughs> I I it's, that's an order that I would respect.
0: It is. You know? It's a classy
1: order. Yeah. You
0: know, it's not the. It's not something I would ever order. It's because, not a
1: sex on the beach. I'm sure we'll get to that. I one mean, maybe.
0: but I drink like a, an alcoholic cretin. Yeah. So it's uh, that's not something I would ever order just because I can get something much cheaper that gets the job done. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. um I don't drink, i'm not a snob when it comes to drink i drink fucking keystone in natural <laughs> yeah. natter that's yeah. me i mean i like
1: tequila but not to the point where i can drink it on the rocks no you know shots of tequila or put it in a margarita it's gotta be a I'm shot yep margarita is yeah. great was you at
0: ponex on friday had half pitcher a delicious margarita yeah it's great yeah ponex shout out uh number two if you order absinthe i'm going to assume that you have at least five leather bound books from the 1800s <laughs> and maybe like three friends okay that, that's
1: that's I guess I mean. Did your bar? Did you ever work at a bar that carried absinthe? No, so but I, I've ordered absinthe at a bar, and In now I feel now I feel seen. Yeah, well, I mean, it's as whatever absinthe can be. I don't know. I don't know the legality with all that stuff.
0: I don't either. What's what's the stuff that tastes like gym socks out of Chicago that people like to trick people into drinking? I don't know. Oh, you would if I said the name. It's dis- uh, Malort.
1: Malort, oh yeah, I've heard him. Malort. Malort's disgusting. Yeah, absinthe tastes like black licorice. At least the ones that I've had. But uh, there's some presentations where they drip it over the sugar and all that shit. You yeah, know, that looks
0: cool. It's fine.
1: Kind of makes you feel like a heroin addict. A as little you're bit. Drinking the green fairy.
0: So I have had absinthe in this uh, in Austria. Austria. Uh, I was 16. It's my first time overseas, and uh, some for some reason, someone had a video camera. We filmed it the, the whole thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I was. That's what you did in the early 2000s. Yeah. Like,
0: Jackass was
1: big. You were in Europe like, yeah, let's film each other drinking
0: absinthe. I'm I'm not going to name him, but I will say he's been a guest on this podcast multiple times. Uh Uh-huh. Was with me, and he ended up, I remember we were filming it. We got a bottle of absinthe, we're drinking it, and then he ended up lighting the wall on fire. Oh, jeez. In a hotel room. Well, he poured, like, liquor on it first. He was like, check it out. It won't really burn the wall. And it definitely did. <laughs> it definitely
1: did, for huh? sure.
0: Yeah, we put it out. and We're like, we're just gonna, not going to talk about this, and we're going to leave. <laughs> yeah, we're we're just going to go on to Brussels tomorrow. Yep. Luckily, we were leaving the country, so yeah. there it's going to be hard to you know track us down for Let's damages. get the fuck out of here. Okay, number three: gin and tonic with a cucumber. You're, oh, you're a housewife, and your husband didn't notice your new fancy shoes, which made you upset at first, but then you realized it doesn't matter because you're possibly having an affair with the pool boy jesus christ oddly specific <laughs> oh my gosh yeah that's a little farther than i would have gone with it
1: but I, I you know i'm not gonna doubt it i'm gonna go ahead and say with a cucumber that's what does it if you did it with yeah. a lime then you're just a bored housewife but with the cucumber you're, you're definitely
0: fucking the pool you're boy. banging the pool
1: boy for sure okay yeah.
0: all right number four The guy who orders a Jack and Coke is just waiting for a good fight in a couple of hours. I agree with that. I think that's 100% true. Yeah. Jack and Coke guy is definitely the guy that is not afraid to seek out violence. And the Jack and Coke guy is the guy that's going to say, hey, did you even put any Jack in here? Yep. Hey, let me get some Jack in this, bro.
1: Yeah. His name's probably Kyle. No offense to Kyle Presley. Uh, No, but
0: Kyle's a real rarity in that he is a Kyle that's not anything like a Kyle. Right. And Kyle's become the Chad
1: of yes. uh you know, fox people that wear fox and stuff—is that still thing? I don't know. You remember fox? Yeah, racing? fox
0: racing, and yeah. then it kind of became like affliction, sort of. Now, it, yeah, and like and Monster Energy drinks—that's right.
1: the memes I see. I didn't make it up, so don't come right into me. It's like moto—it's
0: like motocross, UFC subculture type shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Let me go back real quick too and say Buza Romania. Oh yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would have regretted that for weeks. Oh Milo or Mihai or whatever the fuck. Mihai. Yeah miha was his name
0: yeah i think he well he's a he's an avid fan so i think he would be upset miho is little boy or something right miho, In miho. yes that means l- young child male hola miho miha young child female
1: okay all right cool
0: well i think it actually means daughter and son if i'm being perfectly honest <laughs> <Okay>. uh,
1: <laughs> child male that's mine possession
0: okay anyway. Number i have five p- uh Martini, just a vodka martini. I assume the people who order these are just high-functioning alcoholics, and you'd be right. Yeah. That's exactly what I would do. The thing is, I wouldn't even order a martini. I just... I- give me the, the rocks with the lime. I'm good.
1: Whenever I started bartending, I was very intimidated about making martinis. Why is that? Uh, just because James Bond and shit like that. You know, I didn't want to fuck up making okay. a martini. And then I found out really like if they're just like, I want a vodka martini straight up. You just want cold fucking vodka in a glass.
0: Well, and a fancy Vermouth, glass too. If they, well, if
1: they want it dry correct. or if they want it dirty, then you put some olive All juice it, yeah. in there.
0: But no, a straight up martini is just, is just Vodka and ice.
1: Yeah. And and I'm good with it. And that's what I was like, oh, I can make that. And I shout out to uh a party animal I know from the Lake of the Ozarks. Uh one time he was up partying at Conrad's and he was drinking fireball martinis.
0: What the fuck?
1: <laughs> that sounds <laughs> so awful. It was just a full martini glass of fireball. I was like, my God. But yeah, that's fun.
0: Here, this will be something you can bring your your uh your experience to, and I think it's correct. Tell me if you can confirm this. Okay. If you order a drink with a funny name off the actual cocktail menu, I'm going to assume you're underage. <laughs> or, uh, well,
1: yeah, probably. But a lot of uh, the middle-aged bored housewives also do that. Oh, could I have a My Railroad tie? The you only know? reason
0: why I think this does have a degree of accuracy is because you remember when we were younger and underage and yes. went on a certain trip to get a certain thing so we could go out. Yes, fake IDs. Yeah, uh, yes, I was being ambiguous. You just nailed it in. I mean, I had it. Whatever. Yeah, I did too. I had several too. Yeah. Uh, and we went to Hooters and we did order. Yeah. We did order the 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 menu like the cocktail That's menu true. cocktails. You got a Jack Mandu, and it was which is just for people to understand. It sounds like what it is. It's Jack. It's Jack and Mountain Dew. It
1: was terrible. It was yeah, so bad. I, I can't even talk shit on the Jack and Coke guy anymore because I was drinking Jack and Mountain Dew. You were also sixteen. I was seventeen. Okay, seventeen. Yeah, that doesn't make it much better. Hoot- I really wanted Mountain Dew at the time. I was still a child, and I wanted. How Mountain dare Dew. you?
0: I drink Diet Mountain Dew every day. Well, I'm
1: just saying, I, uh, but I felt like I had to mix it with something, and Jack and fucking Mountain Dew was on their menu. So yeah.
0: Just an awful, sure, awful, just want a mojito? awful, awful marriage of mixer and, and liquor. And so you said, hey, I don't like this. Can I get something else? She's like, yeah, uh, can I suggest a mojito? It was like, <laughs> and I, well, I tried to order
1: another drink off of their drink menu called like the uh, Captain's Beach Ball or something. That's, and that's exactly goes, what it was called. You know, that has rum in it. <laughs> Yeah. It's like,
0: yes, I know. It wasn't intentional. It was unintentional condescension to oh, you. it was very condescending, though. But unintentional. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: She probably knew I was a minor, but she didn't give a shit. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So then the, for, I think there was probably a two to three year run where we just called you Mojito.
1: I might still be in Calvin's phone as Mojito for all I know. We'll have to ask him. He told me anytime I wanted to order a Mojito, he would pay for it. And uh, you should have
0: been taking advantage of I, that. Well,
1: for many years on principle, I refused to drink Mojitos. Because I felt so condescended. And really, you guys just given me shit for many years after that. Uh, yeah, but, I was like, I'm never drinking fucking mojito. Then I had one on vacation once. Pretty like, good.
0: This is delightful. Pretty good. James Bond drank him and die another day. Yeah. It's still not my favorite It's good. But yeah. It's a rum-mint mixture. Yeah, it's minty. Yeah. I like mint. Anyway. Okay. Uh, you're going to have to help me out with this one. I don't know what Negroni is. Oh, it's, it's, um, it's kind of like the Malort type shit. Okay. So if someone orders Negroni, you're probably thinking... Your taste in cocktails is as complex as your record collection and facial hair.
1: Yeah, Negroni is uh, like a hipster. Hipster, hipster.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. I I don't know that I've ever actually had Negroni. I've heard of it, never seen it. Yeah. Anyway, okay, let's get one more in here. There's too many. I'm just gonna do like the highlights. Yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting. I'll be interested to see if you've heard of this. A double brandy and Coke means you're probably from South Africa or Wisconsin. I know.
1: I. I don't think I've ever worked at a place that actually has brandy.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. That's a classy joint.
1: Double brandy and Coke.
0: I want one now. It sounds delicious. I'll give it a shot. Hey, is Cavassier? I mean, that's not- Pass the
1: Cavassier.
0: The Cavassier, or um, the more popular one? Is that cognac? Cognac. Hennessy. What's the difference between cognac and- and, uh,
1: Brandy? Brandy. I think they're very similar. One starts with a B, one starts with a C. Because
0: back in the day when I was in college, uh, Greenspan was a bartender at Seabag, and he would be like, hey man- do you like you know? I'm make you drink. I hope you like it. And he just made it was just Hennessy and Coke. And I'm like, this is delicious.
1: See, it always reminds me of amaretto. I feel like they're all in the same family for yeah. some reason. And I'm I just had a bad experience with amaretto as a kid, uh, to where to this day, if I'm taking a shot and it's like a mixed shot that has amaretto in it, I can still tell that it's has yeah. like the amaretto it almost makes me puke every time
0: well if you anytime you get sick off a specific liquor yeah and you drink it again it always brings back that ptsd and you you automatically feel sick even if you just smell it
1: see for the longest time i was that way with tequila but i got back on that horse but i don't think amaretto is ever gonna happen for me again. it's
0: too sweet yeah it's liqueur i think liqueur. yeah, wow. yeah. however you say that stupid word yeah. okay this one you'll like we'll end on this one all right because you i can guarantee you you can relate to this one The person who asks for extra vodka in their drink is also the person who asks why I charge them for extra alcohol once they see the bill. Absolutely. (laughs) That is absolutely right. I I can
1: tell you a story based on that. Please. Um, Go ahead. Well, so one time this gal wanted um, an Irish coffee. She came up and I knew- Bailey's in coffee. But not really though. Traditional Irish coffee has got Jameson in it and it's like sugar and- what I would do was put Bailey's in it too, but it's supposed to have the Jameson in it. Yeah. And I could tell she just wanted a Bailey's and fucking coffee, but she was like, no, an Irish coffee, like traditional. So I made well, her, and you are Irish,
0: right? So this is like an important part of your
1: heritage. So I made her that. And then she came up and was like, at where's the bit. Ba- Can I get like a full shot of Bailey's in this? So I charged her for a full shot of Bailey's and turns out she knew Julie, the owner of Conrad's. And apparently when she got her bill, she freaked out because I had charged her for the extra shot. And, uh, I, I told her that I was going to, I don't know, it was a whole thing, and she tried, like, coming at Julie, like, texting her, like, your bartender's a dick, he's trying to take advantage of me, oh my and god Julie had my back,
0: that I wasn't being a good dick, but yeah, Th- that's, it was still, that makes, that's what, like, what Brittany Mahomes did to that DJ at Ale House, I didn't hear about that, I heard about Jackson Mahomes did some shit, that but, was more recent, yeah. that was some fucking sh- Twitter shenanigans too, earlier, a couple months ago, Brittany was at the Ale House, mm-hmm. and her, she was with her friends, her and a bunch of her, you know, her crew. Yeah. And the the one of her friends went up to the DJ, who I know personally, I'm not going to name, but a guy I used to work with on a regular basis, and he was playing the L- House, and they requested a
1: Is this like a Friday night, Saturday night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Pack
0: night. Yeah. Friday, Saturday. Pack night. Yeah. Super packed. They go up and request a bunch of songs. The DJ's very, very nice, says, Hey, yep, I'm gonna get these in. Thank you. I'm happy to do so. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this when I can get to it. And as a DJ, you can't you have you're playing a set for a full bar. Yeah, you can't just go and then play. It. You got to get it in. Yeah, I'm professional. I've been there before. And enough time had passed to where these uh, ladies didn't feel like their music was being played in a timely enough fashion. And one of them went up and shut his laptop mid set. Oh shit! Which is what the fuck? The one thing you cannot do as a DJ in a professional setting, especially in a club or a venue is let the music stop when you have a full bar That's yeah. can't do it. So obviously, though, he's running Serato. So once you shut the laptop, everything, he's got to reboot the whole fucking thing. Yeah. It's this big, awkward silence. And he, for, uh, understandably enough, freaked out at the girls for doing what they did. Yeah. And then Brittany Mahomes tweeted at Ale House that they needed a new DJ because he was rude or some shit. It's like, no, you were rude. Yeah. You were rude. Yeah. He was not rude. You were. I, it makes me so angry that they have this insane amount of unearned status that they just flaunt around jackson's the same way if you're if your last name is mahomes and your first name isn't patrick fucking delete your twitter get the fuck out of here See,
1: that's the thing i never hear about patty going out and causing all these because he doesn't
0: yeah but but everyone around him does his mom tweets at uh, wide receivers for causing interceptions his his fucking wife tweets at djs for being for being quote-unquote rude and then jackson's tweeting at a, a local, a locally owned Kansas City business for not seating him at an already full bar when he had like five people with him. Yeah, this is pure insanity. You people have done nothing to earn the status you're flaunting around. Fuck off. Stop yeah. it.
1: Coming to Kansas City, acting like you own the place. Sorry, I'm off my high horse. But I do appreciate Patrick Mahomes. Love Patrick. He's great. Yeah, he brought water burger. Let's eat. Uh, yes, we have one right by my house. I actually, so I, real quick detour. No, go for like it. Like I took on my way here today, so I stopped off. I hadn't really ate anything, so I was going to get uh, just the McDonald's that's there on like yeah. Blue Ridge Cutoff in 40. But then I was like, fuck it. Big Boy is just down the street. Love Big Boy. It's the Yeah, that's it's way the best. better.
0: Oh, 50, per- 50 to yeah. 70% better.
1: Why not just go? And it's, you know, small business kind of. Uh, I think Local? Big Boy- yeah. yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but they're fucking closed on Sundays. Fuck. So then I end up having to drive all the way down 40 Highway to get to 291, but at the end of right before I got on 291 there I saw the Whataburger that they have down there on Let's 40 see. now yeah I was like huh maybe I should stop there but I hear that it takes like 45 minutes so I was like yeah, I'm not gonna fuck with that it,
0: it, it's, it's good it's not wait 45 minutes good yeah I'll, I'll go in
1: a year when
0: if, everybody's already had it if you have to wait more than 10 minutes and I'm being generous with 10 yeah.
1: don't do it and I've had to wait you know, when there's a line at fast food places, sometimes it just sucks and you're there for 15 to 20 minutes. If
0: I'm at Taco Bell and it takes 10 minutes to get my food, I'm infuriated. Yeah. Every That's minute that long. goes
1: by, it's like my blood pressure gets just a little bit well, higher. <laughs> and
0: it's, Fast food time is not like regular restaurant service time. Yeah. One minute in fast food time is seven minutes oh, in regular absolutely. restaurant time. So if you if you wait 10 minutes, it's like if you waited an hour and 10 minutes at a regular restaurant for your food yeah. after you order, which is entirely too long.
1: Yeah. And I, I'm getting real pissed off. They, they've stopped doing it as much, but certain fast food places will do that. You get up to the window and pay it, and then they go, hey, can you drive forward? Can yeah. you pull forward? It, it, Culver's does that a lot. Yeah, Culver's I understand because they're cooking it fresh. But uh, one time I was at a Burger King. I feel like I might have told this story on this pod, but it still pisses it. me off. Uh, I was at a Burger King. And I'm like, like noon on a Tuesday. Nobody was behind me in the line. And the, uh, I pull up. To the window, pay, and they're like, "Could you uh pull around out front, and we'll we'll bring your food?" And I was like, "I mean, there's nobody behind me. Can I just stay here at the window?" It's odd. Yeah, for some reason, pulling around, I, I'm always because then you can't see what they're doing. You know. I guess.
0: Yeah, it, it's yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. You so I was like, if there's
1: nobody behind me, can I just stay here? And they go, "Oh no, well, it helps our timer count look better. Um, oh, it makes our drive through times okay. look like they're better because you've passed." that station now so they're fudging their numbers when they ask you to do that they're that's fudging all they're the doing. numbers yeah i don't think culver's is doing that because they've always had that system now, they culver's, give you the little number and culver's yeah. has uh, their quality is much yeah. higher yeah but a burger king is just like and i can appreciate i guess that they cooked it fresh but you're you're still fudging your numbers yeah,
0: but it's okay though man when you're working in that job you're just you're you if you have any sort of kpis you have to follow that's yeah. key performance indicators yes uh yeah. I mean I'd fudge the numbers too. I'd work at a fast food joint. I don't want a manager on my ass Because no, I'd do the same thing.
1: Yeah, but as the consumer Okay. You know, just let me sit
0: there at the goddamn window. Okay. Eh, yeah. Anyway. All right, moving on to Christmas movies. Real or fake. I'm going to read you synopsi of Christmas films and you're going to guess if they are real or fake. Some are real, some are fake. Are these like Hallmark movies? Yeah, some are. Okay. Okay. Number one, this one's called A Christmas Carol, and Carol is spelled like the name. C A, okay. you know. Is that how it's always spelled? Uh, I think it's C A R O L, I think. Oh, well, how is it spelled now? C A R O L E? Oh, with the E. Okay. Carol, if Carole. you will. Carol. Okay. Carol. Carol. Plot. Carol Lewis hates Christmas music with a passion, but when a snow globe falls on her head in a freak accident, the unimaginable happens. Suddenly. Carol can only think and speak in song. She seeks medical attention from a hot doctor who isn't quite sure what to make of Carol's Caroling. Is Carol destined to Carol forever? Or will her love or sorry, or will love be Heart's new song instead? Or will love be her heart's new song instead? Oh, okay. So is this real or fake? I'm going to say real. It's just, I don't know. It's a fake one. It's fake. God damn it. It's a fake one. Okay. This one is entitled No Sleep Till Christmas. Plot. Lizzie is an event planner preparing for her own life's biggest event, her wedding. When a sleep-deprived incident causes her to run into Billy, a low-key bartender who is just as sleepless and frustrated as she is, they discover that they can only fall asleep while next to each other. I'm gonna say false. It's real. That's real. That's a real Christmas movie. I would
1: rather watch the fucking Carol movie. It sounds way better. Getting hit in the head on a snow globe. All right.
0: This one's called. Did you write the fake ones? Fuck no. Oh, okay. Okay. They, yeah. No.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> Fuck no. I would love to take credit for that. No, I'm just. Re- say, I'm just reading them. Okay. Uh, this one's called To Have and To Hanukkah. <laughs> okay. Plot. True. <laughs> Plot. Rachel and Eli frantically must plan their wedding over the course of the eight nights of Hanukkah. But by day three, they start wondering if they're even meant to be. Fake? It's fake. Okay. Okay. By day three, to happen to Hanukkah. All right. This one's a good one. I like that title, though. Yeah, it's to happen to Hanukkah. Hanukkah. This one's called A Vampire by the Fire. Jesus. Plot. This has got to be true. Cozy holiday decorations, check. A big fireplace, check. Finding out the guy you've been crushing on is secretly a 287-year-old vampire who will be destroyed this year unless you help him out? For Alex, this year, it's a check. <laughs> True? It's fake. Okay. God well, damn it. It's well written, though. Yeah, that was good. Uh, and the last one. Well, we got two more. Actually. I'm not doing very good on these. I mean, they're all ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, Fuck. All right, this one's called A Gingerbread Miracle. Oh, I think I've seen this one. Not plot, really. Plot. Two old friends from high school work together over Christmas to sell his uncle's bakery, famous for its magical gingerbread cookies that Grant's wishes. True. It's real. That's real. That's a real movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, a Gingerbread Miracle. A Gingerbread Miracle. Here we go. This one's entitled New Year's Steve. <laughs> it's my favorite title of all yeah, that's good <laughs> new Year's steve i hope it's real plot every year maya wishes for one thing true love it seems like all hope is lost this year until she finds a journal written by a man named steve <laughs> she knows nothing about him except his first name and the fact that he sounds just like her soulmate can maya track him down and meet this mystery man before midnight I, that's got to be fake, right? It's fake. Okay, yeah. I kind of wish it Steve. was. Re- I kind of wish it was real.
1: I I think New Year's Steve would have been a good Christmas special for Steve Irwin while he was still alive. You know? Oh, that's a good. Yeah. yeah. St- or, well, I guess New Year's starring Eve, starring
0: Steve Irwin. Yeah. All right, one more. One more. This one is entitled "Swipe Right on Santa." Oh, plot. It's a newer film. Leah is fed up with being the last single friend standing. One night, with a bottle of red wine in hand, she decides to download Reindeer. A dating app for the holiday season. Oh. It's spelled like Tinder, like Rain okay. reindeer. Like D, it's like Rain reindeer. Okay. Uh, where was I? A dating app for the holiday season. <laughs> she swipes right on a handsome young man named Nick, and they end up chatting for hours. He's such a great guy that all of her friends start calling him Saint Nick. But Nick has a major secret, and all he can do is ho-ho-hope. It won't unravel this budding romance before it's even New Year's Eve. What's his secret, I wonder? So swipe right on Santa. Is this real or fake? Real? It's fake. I wish fake. it was real. Yeah, I so wonder what his big fake secret is. The fake ones sound way better than the real one. Absolutely. His big secret is that he's Santa. Oh, he is Santa. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's his big secret.
1: Oh, okay. So he's stepping out on Mrs. Claus on uh, the reindeer? Oh,
0: that's, that's a... Well, again, this is fake. It's a fake movie. But that's okay. a whole... You're right. That's actually...
1: Oh, uh, all right. I thought maybe he was like a murderer or something.
0: All right, well, that's fun. That was fun. I enjoyed that. That was good. That's okay, good. moving on to weird Christmas gifts that are sure to please your favorite fruitcake. <laughs> I, I did write that. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's there's a bunch of them. There's 45. We're not going to do all of them. Okay. Uh, the first one, this is a good one. Musical toilet paper rolls. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, I guess so. There's, uh, there's a mechanism planted inside the roll and the innards of it, and every time you pull the paper it plays music so anytime you wipe your ass it uh, plays your christmas song. have a holly jolly, jolly christmas. christmas exactly i would be fine i could see it getting old very quickly no but for a month out of the year yeah i love it yeah for I love a little it. bit as long as they're playing christmas music you can have christmas toilet paper i wonder what the ply is like on that though you know well no it's not the paper you it's just the roll oh okay so you could put whatever paper you want on it i, I guess. see
1: what you're saying
0: but it does come with it i mean it doesn't probably not great <laughs> Uh bacon scented wrapping paper.
1: Uh, I think that could be a problem if you have animals around the house.
0: Yeah, they're already interested enough in yeah. Christmas presents, as as far as I know. I mean, from what I've seen.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it's a good point. You got kids, you got dogs. The dogs eating the kids' presents.
0: This one's so weird to me, I don't understand it. A toilet snake. I don't even know. Oh, like to get the clogs out? No, no, no. That's what it would sound like. This yeah. is literally um. A snake that sits on a little plastic deal that blocks. Pee- so, if you're in an office and you don't want people to use certain private restrooms during holiday parties, you put these toilet snakes on there, and you're unable to like sit on them or pee in them because it's all blocking the whole. Scenario. That's weird. And you could just take it out too. Like it's yeah. Not, it's it's just like it's asking you not to pee there. But if you're drunk and you have to pee, like people are just gonna move it. Yeah, that'd be a weird gift to get. Yeah, it's not my favorite. I'll tell
1: you a gift that I got last night. Please, a breathalyzer nice yeah we do a ten dollar gift exchange for like our family thing and you just grab some random ten dollar gift and yeah, of course it's like a white elephant type thing but not white elephant or secret sand i don't know whatever we no, put I it on the d- middle I don't know you know what you mean. yeah yeah and uh yeah my, my cousin matt got a ten dollar pocket breathalyzer and that's what i ended up drawing and getting <laughs> i question the
0: accuracy of this breathalyzer. oh yeah
1: i don't know i haven't put batteries in it yet but you know i'll give it a i'll give it a whirl sometime
0: Uh, Okay, next one. Light up peeing Santa sweater. So I'll set the stage here. Okay. This is a black Christmas sweater with snowflakes on it, a brick house with a snowy roof, and Santa's sitting on top with his back turned peeing, and then there's a light every uh, half inch or so that lights up on his stream of piss. Okay. I like that. That's fun. That's That's, uh, that's cute.
1: Yeah, I like ugly sweaters, you know, ones that light up. That's fun.
0: Uh, Poop rope on a soap. I don't know about this. Oh, sorry. Poop soap on rope. (laughs) i said that wrong poop soap so it's basically just soap that's shaped in the matter of feces okay and looks like feces
1: okay but it's soap hopefully it doesn't smell like feces
0: yeah that would be counterproductive yeah uh not a huge fan of this oh yeah ugly christmas sweater koozie that's a good one yeah oh here we go the tubble so this is an inflatable hot tub That you can put anywhere and you fill it up with water and you can just be outside and have a, uh, have a, have a, have a I like that. I could get that with that.
1: Can't afford a real hot tub. You get the inflatable one. You take it around.
0: Here's a weird one. Sex toy that doubles as a safe. (laughs) I shit you not. Imagine this scenario. Your house is getting broken into, but the thieves don't take anything valuable because the loot is locked in a lubed up sex toy that doubles as a safe.
1: Okay. So are you actually supposed to use it as a sex toy, too? Is it just a dildo
0: that you put money in? It's not really a dildo. It's more of like a little container that has a vibrating thing on the end that you could plausibly use as a sex toy. Okay. I mean, it's a wild idea.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. That's something you get at Spencer's, I guess.
0: Yeah, very Spencer's. Very Spencer's. We'll do a couple more here. Doggles. That's always fun. If you can get your dog to wear goggles. Doggles.
1: I bought a a dog... Like advent calendar thing yeah. from uh, PetSmart the other day. Is it PetSmart or PetSmart? PetSmart. It's not PetSmart? I don't know. The, the capital S makes it confusing. It's very confusing. Yeah. So I guess it would be PetSmart. Yeah. But either way, I got it for 20 bucks and it came with a little light up tie.
0: Dude, sounds so funny. Did you say you got it for 20 bucks? 20 bucks. Bo- 20, 20 bucks. Yeah. Uh, bucks. That's funny.
1: It's, uh, yeah, it was, uh, but it's got a little light on. Light up tie for Pumbaa. Cute, yeah, very cute. Even little presents in there, you know.
0: So, oh, it's good, yeah, good, that's good. good stuff. Pumbaa like that. Yeah,
1: is I gave him the Santa Claus chew toy the other day. He's oh, really enjoying it.
0: Good for that's good yeah. for him. So the next one is a toothbrush that brushes all of your teeth at once. So imagine a mouth guard with oh bris- with automated bristles on the inside, and you just put it in like this, and then you just turn it on and brushes all your teeth. <laughs> I
1: don't know about that. I, I don't think it's effective. That's, that sounds like something out of like a fucking Ridley Scott movie.
0: It does a little bit. Aliens. What, what, what's did you
1: James. that's James Cameron though, isn't it?
0: No. Aliens? Ooh, he did Alien, Ridley. I'm not sure he okay. did the sequel.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Either way.
0: Oh, here you go. You'll like this one, Keenan. A birthday candle that doubles as a joint. So there's a joint attached to like a little bit of a candle. And once it melts down all the wax, it lights the joint. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's fun. Dual purpose. I like it. Don't know what that is. And we'll do one more here. No, oh, smell-proof bags. That's a good one. Oh, I like
1: that idea. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, then you can smuggle cocaine
0: or weed or anything. Yeah. The, the last one's a cute little card that has a cat in a Christmas sweater that says "Meowie Christmas." I like that. That's funny. Yeah. Good for All right, that's that's good. We've done enough of those. <laughs> all right, now that we're now that we've done the pop culture bullshit, moving on to the movie we are reviewing today. Bad Santa. Bad Santa.
1: More like rad Santa. It is. A, it's mean. a rad movie. Yeah.
0: All right. Release date: eleven twenty six two thousand and three. Director was Terry Zwigoff. Zwigoff. Zwitter's Zw- Zw- Zwi-? Y. I don't. I don't know. know. Before this, Terry had directed a film called Ghost World. Oh. After this, he directed a film called card, card, card called called Art School Confidential, which I again. He did this movie, and I recognized nothing else. Yeah. Which, I don't know why. This movie was good. Did he do Bad Santa 2? Did not.
1: Really? Nope. Okay.
0: So, Terry had a... Yeah, I thought this
1: was... I would have uh, hired him to make more comedies, you know?
0: It was a good movie. Terry decided to do shit comedies, or shit movies. I don't know if they're comedies or not. I've just never heard of them. Yeah. All right, moving on to Cats. Cast Away. Billy Bob Thornton as Willie. Yep. Brett Kelly as Thurman Merman.
1: Thurman Merman.
0: Honorable mention to Laura Graham as Sue. John Ritter as Bob Chepeska. Bernie Mac as Gin. And Tony Cox as Marcus. Yep. Billy Bob Thornton.
1: Rest in peace to a lot of people in this movie. Yep. And Cloris Leachman was in it as Granny or Grandma. I, I should have had her on honorable mention. Yeah. Aunt
0: Cloris Leachman. God. Rest in peace. Yeah.
1: I always think of her in Beer Fest, but... I she mean, was, she was in a lot she of She was a
0: stone-cold smoke show back in the... Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, she just, just
1: died this year, I think.
0: Uh, It's been a couple of years. Okay. been a couple of years, but yeah, She almost reason, made it to 100, Yeah, I think. she was 90-something. Yeah. And I love Cloris Leachman mostly because when you see her in this movie and in Beer Fest... Despite the fact she was clearly a boomer, like she gets jokes. Yeah. And like absolutely. she understands how to play jokes. Like yeah. especially in Beer Fest with the jokes about, you know the sausages and the sausages and the and the little puppet. Yeah. It's she can be very funny. Like she's not conservative in regards to uh humor that she might not might not be from her generation.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh
0: before this, Billy Rob was known for sling blade. Some people call it a blade, I call her sling blade. Yep. Uh, Armageddon, Daddy and Them, Bandits, Monsters Ball, and Waking Up in Reno. After this, he's known for Friday Night Lights, The Ice Harvest, Bad News Bears, Mr. Woodcock, The Judge, Bad Santa 2, uh, Fargo, the, t- the season one of the television series. He was great at incredible that. Incredible yeah. in season one. Terrifying and incredible. Yeah. And also is been in, has been in a TV series on Amazon Prime called Goliath. Yeah. Very
1: good. I I watched the first season of it, and I liked it a lot. Seen it all. And then I started season 2 and I think I was just like busy doing something else and I don't sure. know. I I looked at Billy Bob today earlier and I was like, yeah, I need to get back to Goliath. I forgot about it's that
0: It's good. Show. It's not groundbreaking television. Yeah. It's just good. It's yeah. solid. Te- they have good guests uh good, good guest stars in every season and it's a legal drama. So yeah. it's but it's good. It's yeah. it's good. All right, Brett Kelly. Before this, known for the film Out Cold, he played Kid at the Barbecue. Okay. I, An old Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, film. I remember
1: Out Cold. I don't remember the kid in well, uh, yeah, at yeah, the barbecue, yeah. but I I really liked Out Cold back in the day. It's
0: great. I still like it.
1: It reminds me of that Weezer song. Or any time anytime I hear holiday. But that's what Out whatever. Cold
0: is, is a film. It's one, it's a Weezer. Like if you describe <laughs> yeah. this film in a song, it's a Weezer song. It's a Weezer song. Yeah. Yeah. After this, he's known for Trick or Treat, Slapshot Three, Junior League. Okay. And Bad Santa Two. Yeah. Oh, he was also in uh, the prequel to The Sandlot that came out at one point. And it was the, set in the 70s. Oh, okay. it, uh, it was remember Sandlot too. When, when we did The Sandlot. Back to The Sandlot? I watched, yeah. I yeah. watched it. It was like 70s and he was in it. He was not good. Not good. Uh, all right. Specs and eats. Yes. Indeed. Runtime. One hour, 32 minutes. It's a cool hour and a half. Perfect. Cruises along. Cruises. It doesn't really
1: overstay its welcome. I was interested though, so I rented it from Amazon Prime. As did I. And there was a director's cut that was three minutes shorter So I actually went with the non-director's cut, so that way I could. I was like, I don't want to miss any jokes or anything.
0: Bad Santa, the only director's cut (laughs) that's
1: shorter than the film. And I, I meant to look up what they cut out of it, but I didn't want to like spoil it before I had seen it. They're selling you on less content. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hey, you you want to save three minutes of your life? But really, I I think this was worth the extra three minutes. Yes, no, it it didn't drag at all. Yeah, it was good.
0: Budget twenty three million. Opened at twelve million. This film grows 60 million uh, in the United States and globally 76 million dollars. This film made a ton of money. Yeah, very nice. And I'm surprised it took them 15 years to get a sequel? Was it 15? Uh I think I looked up
1: it was like 2016, so 13 years or something.
0: This was 03. Yeah, that yeah. sounds
1: about right. I and now I do want to see Bad Santa 2. It's um, not it's not good. Yeah, at the IMDb score I think on that one was like 5.2. Well, and so I, I think was like, All right.
0: that's probably why Billy Bob was Resistant to doing a sequel because it's a lot like Dumb and Dumber and Dumb and Dumber T.O. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's, you want, you're going to go see it because the movie is, it's it's so special to you from when you were younger and it's iconic. Yeah. And then you go and watch it and you're like, oh, this is why they resisted doing a sequel yeah. for so long because it wouldn't be good. Okay. I, well, Kathy Bates is in it, it looked like, you know? I, I love Kathy Bates. Yeah. Misery. Wonderful. She's yeah. great. So she plays Billy Bob's mom. Oh. So it's, It sounds weird. It's a lot of Kathy Bates saying really grotesque and disgusting things that kind of haunt me.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yep. They were just going for the wow factor
0: at that point. Shock. Shock. Shock shock value. Yes, absolutely. All right. Plot keywords. Number one, heaving bosom. (laughs) Okay. They started off
1: hot. All right. I was thinking Christmas, but all right. Heaving bosom. Heaving bosom. I like it. Get your priorities straight, (laughs) Keenan. not going to walk straight for a month. Uh, shit shit straight, straight. yeah, Yeah.
0: or walk shit, yeah, whatever. Probably won't walk straight either if you're not shitting straight. That's right. Uh, number two, nudity. Number three, stripper pole. Number four, drunken Santa. Yep. Number five, perverted man. Okay. Well, that all seems to check out. That I, I Uh, well, nudity.
1: Was it real nudity? Oh, that's a good point. I don't know that there was real nudity in this. There was implied nudity.
0: I'd say implied nudity would have been a better. Yeah. Would have been a much better her in the jacuzzi. Yeah, well, that's that's to asking for a UTI, by the way. <laughs> terrible. Watch idea. out for that. Terrible idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say other than nudity, the, those plot keywords, I feel, do describe the movie yeah. aptly.
1: But don't watch this movie looking for a titty or you might be disappointed.
0: I was, I almost thought um, Lorelai Gilmore yeah. was going to show some titty. Sue Green or whatever it's, her name well, is. Well, in the movie, her name is Sue. Yeah. But Laura something in real life. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I read it earlier, but I forgot. Yeah. All right, taglines.
1: She's got a thing for Santa. That's yeah. not a tagline. Sorry.
0: Well, it I, could it, be no, based on the taglines written. It's way better. Okay. Even though the movie's not really about her. Okay. Number one, he's very naughty and not very nice. <laughs> I mean, okay. That one's no. That's the that's one yeah. of the better ones. Okay. Uh, number two, this was on the Japanese DVD. I'm not Santa Claus. All right. <laughs> I kind of like it though. Yeah. Uh, well, once <laughs> For you the have Japanese market, once you have context yeah. and it's on the Japanese DVD, it's way funnier. <laughs> I'm not
1: Santa Claus. All right. I wish that was the name of the movie in Japan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I wrote down the name. of We'll get to it. Uh, okay. And uh, Tipsy Trivia. Uh, the third one on November twenty first. You better watch out. Meh. Yeah. I Boo. mean, that's not terrible. Here's one that I don't know. I respect. I respect it, but I don't like it. Okay. A truly twisted comedy that will have you in stitches any time of the year.
1: Like, I yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, he, that's generic.
0: Uh, what's it called when you want to? I respect it's um, like when somebody wants to be successful, they try and do a bunch of shit. Like I respect, I don't know. Yeah, try hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> last one or two more. Sorry. He doesn't care if you're naughty or nice. Okay. And, and the last one, get naughty this holiday season. That's a good one. Yeah, a lot of naughty
1: is okay with <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. you know.
0: Well, you know, cuz he's kind of a pervert and he does naughty things yeah. like sexually and like, you know. He'd like,
1: make a list, yeah. but he's too drunk.
0: That's not bad. Yeah. No, no, there's something there. We yeah, yeah, we could workshop know. that. Yeah, yeah there, there's, there's an something idea. there. Yeah. Uh, do we have an IMDb synopsis?
1: Oh, there's there's several to choose from.
0: If. Oh. All right, give us your IMDb Anopsis Cannabis keen.
1: Alright, we're gonna go <laughs> this one is by Claudio uh from Rio de, de Janeiro, Brazil. 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 <laughs> and really I've only read the first three words, but this is what it caught my eye. Cool. So. The drunkard Willie and his partner, oh Jesus, should have read further. <laughs> the drunkard Willie and his partner, the midget Marcus, work once a year near Christmas, <laughs> dressed like Santa Claus and his helper elf, in department stores. However, their intent is to rob the place in the Christmas Eve. When Willie meets a lonely fat boy and the hot this suit. is fucking great. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. When Willie meets a lonely fat boy and the hot bartender Sue, he learns the meaning of Christmas and gets in trouble. <laughs> the end.
0: <laughs> Way to go, Claudio from Brazil. <laughs> I, I love it because you can. De- there are elements of how he wrote that synopsis that clearly indicated he, English was not his first yes, language. Yes,
1: like if there's some uh, Google Translate. I think, issues yeah. in there. He
0: finds the local, or was the the, the local <laughs> fat boy and yeah. Hot Bartender's suit. Hot
1: Bartender. Uh, yeah, and then the last one, he learns the meaning of Christmas and gets in trouble. It's not <laughs> wrong. It's true. He does. I mean, he's redeemed by the end of this movie. Yeah, it's he not wrong. He does befriend a lonely little fat boy.
0: But it's also just, you can tell, like, obviously, the person writing this <laughs> English was not their first language. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, let's move on to the Real Buzz Rundown.
1: He had a way to describe people. Thank you, Claudio, from Rio yeah, de Janeiro.
0: Claudio, that was fantastic. I, <laughs> I don't know if you were being intentionally funny, but it, it was hilarious. It had me in stitches. This holiday season. This holiday season. Uh, I, well, if you want
1: to go, and I'll, I'll sprinkle from there. Sure.
0: So I think the first thing we have to do is address the elephant in the room.
1: The pink one or the purple one? <laughs> oh, I like it. Uh,
0: needs to be said. Harvey Weinstein did produce this film.
1: I did see that yeah.
0: on the uh, yeah in
1: the opening credits. So I was like,
0: oof. We'll just get it out of the way. By no means do we. Uh,
1: I feel like, though, if you're watching a movie from 2000 that came out really from like 95 to 2005. Weinstein likely produced it's it. It's a 50-50 shot. Yeah. Weinstein's name is going to be on there.
0: Yeah, we don't, we don't support Harvey Weinstein or anything. He did. No, and, uh, but he didn't
1: write this movie. He didn't direct it. He wasn't. He it. did fund it. He did fund it, though.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so what was, uh, so in the beginning when he says Lyndon Johnson sent him to, quote, shit ass Mexico, which I want to a- assume is during Vietnam. What was he doing in Mexico during the Vietnam War? I don't know. It's so funny because he's like, I got drafted by Lyndon Johnson who shit me to shit ass Mexico. And it's like, <laughs> all right, what were you doing there?
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I I get the sense though, because later on when he's talking to Samir from uh, Office Space,
0: glad you noticed that. Yeah.
1: Oh, I I recognize that guy in anything he's in. Is Samir Naga ass naga. clown? I'm not gonna work here anymore.
0: Samir Naga Naga, not
1: gonna work. Here. Not gonna work here anymore. Um, uh, but yeah. First off, what was his? He just looked pissed out off at him at the bar, and then he like assaults him at the end. I don't. I didn't get. I didn't get that. Never came back around.
0: Yeah, it's weird. So. This whole entire scene is strange because, yeah. I, again, it exists to get Billy Bob Thornton to take Thurman Merman home and right. to have them ma- um, initiate bond. more of a relationship yeah. and a bond. But it's the it's just this weird kind of homophobic scene. Yeah, very where random. Samir's just like, I know you're gay. Yeah, you're fruity. and this is like, okay, this but is weird. Yeah, and then
1: Billy Bob Thornton, when he's looking at him, he's like, My brother lost a, an arm fighting you, little bastards, and in uh, vietnam. vietnam or whatever and it's that's like he's like, clearly middle eastern yeah that's like, so racist but yeah it did make me laugh
0: it, it is it's just a scene that encapsulates racism and homophobia and probably everything that's wrong with this how movie. we view middle eastern people <laughs> yes. and homosexuality today
1: yes uh yeah but i i just saying that that goes back to him saying i got shipped off to shit-ass mexico and vietnam i don't know i feel like he's just so his brother point, actually drunk. went to Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. He's just drunk and saying shit at this point. But I never, I, yeah, I kept expecting Samir to come back at the end. and nope. He just doesn't.
0: Well, and they do another plot, like, so they open up another plot line and that just never, ever really kind of concludes when he's going and he sees Opal, which is Oscar winner Octavia Spencer yeah. as the sex worker Opal, who Willie fucks too hard in the ass.
1: Yes, I wrote that down. It's like, my God, that's Octavia Spencer.
0: Oscar winner Octavia Spencer. I had to look it up. Thrice nominated. Yes. She's won once, but yeah, she's been nominated three fucking times. But there's someone in uh, who broke into Willie's room, who they say might be a cop, who's like digging in and investigating. They just never go back to that. Yeah. They just never circle around back to it. I
1: think what it might have been, though, was Bernie Mac. And I just now thought of that. Was he already trying to investigate him? Because they don't explain it too well that he goes and visits Thurman's dad in jail. jail. You kind of have to pick up on that a little bit.
0: Well, no, uh, that's pretty well explained. He's yeah, like,
1: "Hey, you're, you're you have house guests or whatever," but yeah. he doesn't say. I don't know. You can tell he's just doing shit, and you kind of have to put together Bernie Mac.
0: Okay, so maybe Bernie Mac was the guy digging around. That's what him. I'm and gonna. He looks like a cop because he was a security guy. Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: that's I don't know.
0: No, I think that's that actually. Really, I think loops around well. I think that uh, yeah. kind of closes the loop. Okay, so I'm, I'm I'm good with that now. I've seen this movie a dozen times at least. I never thought of that. It might not be that, but
1: that's just what I'm thinking.
0: Shout out to Billy Gardell, Mike from Mike and Molly.
1: Oh he, yeah, well Bob from Bob Hart's Abiola uh, Abishola or whatever on CBS. Yes, that's true. That's the, the newer one. Fucking TV show name ever.
0: Yeah, it's, th- that Bob is Bob Hart's.
1: I hate it so much.
0: And that is the TV series uh, where, the, again, it's still Fat Mike from Mike and Molly. Yeah. And he's in an interracial relationship with um, a b- b- black woman. This is the show, correct? Yes. Yes, okay.
1: But I, I just hate because it's, it's called Bob, Bob- Hearts, Abelotia. Like that.
0: yeah, that's You got to re- yeah, workshop that name. At least call it Bob Loves.
1: I just hate the hearts.
0: Yeah, that's gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a gay way, like, in, but it's gay. Um, I like how he looks at Billy Bob, Mike, for Mike and Molly, Billy Gardell. I like how he looks at Billy Bob in his Santa suit and says, I almost had that job. Yeah. Which yeah. completely implies that Amal Santa is a step up from being a mall security guy. That's true. But as a fat guy, you know, you could see he wanted that job. And it is weird. That's where I think, you know how, like, people say, hey, if you're going to cast uh, a, a trans person person in a role, make sure it's a trans person. If you're going to have someone be Santa, make sure they're a fat fucking guy.
1: You would think so. And the way that I'm going to explain that away in this movie's world is that Marcus is really like he's getting all these jobs because he's an African-American little person. Yes. And I'm thinking that he's saying, well, this is my Santa Claus. You hire me. This is my Santa Claus. You know, Oh, so it's a package deal. I think it's a package deal. Okay. That's what I'm assuming.
0: All right. No, Um, I I like that. I like that.
1: Yeah. Because Marcus is the one that's putting it all together, you know? Yeah. He's running the gig.
0: Yeah, he's definitely going point. Like Bill, like Billy Bob's only job is to make sure he cracks the safe. But I would say it's also to be a decent mall Santa, but he's not ever at any yeah, point. Not not even once. He doesn't ever achieve that goal. At least he
1: actually asked the kids what they want, I guess.
0: Oh uh, Yeah, so he did the bare minimum. Yeah. I mean, he could have said, I guess he could have said nothing.
1: God, so many times it just looks so gross and sweaty in that suit while you're sitting up there. Oh,
0: dude, whenever the kid who has the chocolate oh, fucking yeah. ice cream sneezes on his face, I'm going to vomit. And I he doesn't vomit wipe it time. for,
1: there's like three more minutes where it's just on his face. It's he like, just doesn't, oh my God. he doesn't,
0: well, and then he pisses himself. Like, yeah. he clearly doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it. the edit of this movie, if you applied a different score and edited it just a little differently, this could be a very, very sad drama. Probably so. I mean, yeah. they're, they're just I mean, but most of Billy Bob's monologues and scenes are incredibly sad. Yeah, they're just so sad and awful.
1: And and the way the kid is treated, and like the heartfelt but still kind of tough love that he gives. If you yeah. just
0: the only thing that makes this funny, which speaks to editing and score, is what the music tells us how we should be uh, digesting and through what prism we should be viewing this scene. Yeah, and if it was something different, like Billy Bob's acting, is. He this this movie could easily be Monsters Ball. Yeah, it's that dark. Yeah, like for example, at the end, but when, it's fucking hilarious. It's but that's yeah. the thing: the way you cut it and the music you add completely changes how you how you view the scene. Yeah, because this is very sad. Like when he's when he's in his car killing himself. Yeah, and then it, the kid walks out and it's just and catches him. And he's like, "Hey, Stan, he's he's oblivious, completely oblivious to what's going on." It's the darkest shit I've ever seen. And they somehow make it funny.
1: And they don't give you time to, like, dwell on that that's what he's doing. Because right after that, it cuts him cuts to him punching the fucking teenager. Eating the, the shit you know, out beating of a the kid. the shit out of
0: kids. And, it's, and you think, if you describe this to someone yeah. without any context, you'd say, this sounds like the saddest movie ever. And I would say, nay. It yeah. is the funniest movie
1: ever. When he is all drunk and he tears up the advent calendar and eats all the chocolates it's the darkest well no but or, then he puts it back together and it's candy corn but they're that, not
0: all gonna be fucking prizes <laughs> they're not all gonna be winners yeah yeah but so that is the scene that kind of um starts to redeem him no no no, no. but when he eats all the advent calendar stuff yeah. like that's kind of the scene that kind of precedes the bigger scene where he marcus tells him what a piece of shit he is and he realized this culmination of self-hatred and how much he hates himself in his life and then he gets drunk and he goes to the santa set hammered and he just in front of all the kids just beats the shit out of the fake reindeer yeah. destroys the set completely traumatizing for any young child who believes santa is real and that he is and that santa is here yeah. fucking tearing up whatever that this entire set it's very dark yeah and yeah. also very funny
1: yeah but then that goes right into the comedic part of
0: Take him to the car, and he's like,
1: "Motherfucker, I'm three feet tall. How am I? Gonna, it's a matter of physics
0: or whatever." That actor is Marcus is such a great shit talker. Oh yeah, he, the, that interaction between him and Bernie Mac is so fucking good. Yeah, Bernie yeah. Mac does a great job in this movie too. But you got a yeah. mouth on you, midget. <laughs> yeah. Well, this mouth was on your wife's pussy last night. <laughs> you might want to dust that thing off every once in a while. It's like Jesus.
1: Yeah. Oh man, that's fucking funny.
0: That's very good. Uh, also, want to shout out to John Ritter.
1: Yes, yes.
0: His performance as Bob Chapeska might be, it's a top two performance in this movie, in my opinion.
1: He's, his, the scene where uh, they're kind of threatening him, he tries to fire them, and they're like, oh, did you hear that, Marcus? You people, you people, what do you mean, you people? And when he's like, no, not me, I you, what? Like that, that little scene right there, I had to rewind it like a couple times because he's such a ma- the bit, the whole, what'd you say? After you say something bad kind of thing, and then the, no, did you say it? I, wait, what did you say? I love that fucking bit in any comedy, and he's such a master of it. He's and that master. Four little seconds, it was just brilliant. So, yeah, shout out to John It
0: wasn't even, it was uh, his facial expressions. Anytime Bernie Mac said something crass and he would, like, prune up. He was so funny. And the way he delivered his lines, like, he's not going to say fuck stick in front of the children, is he? (laughs) Like, he's so concerned about the children. Yeah. And uh, I did wonder, did he pass away
1: during the filming of this movie? Because he's in it. For the first half, quite a bit, and then you don't see him much after that.
0: Yes, he did pass away during this filming, which is why I, in the end it says in. in yeah, memory, yeah, I recognize that. In memory of. I figured John Ritter. Ritter.
1: Yeah, I remember when he died. That was sad. It was, it was sad. right around when had a heart attack. Either it was either him and Farrah Fawcett or him and Michael Jackson on the same day. I believe it was Farrah Fawcett. Okay, so he got overshadowed by yep. Farrah Fawcett. Yep.
0: <laughs> little Barry, <laughs> little Billy Barty, God rest, but thin fingers, not fat sausage fingers. <laughs>
1: Little people. This is what they like to be
0: the Little people. <laughs> Midget. Oh, uh, God. That poor kid, dude. He literally looks like Will Farrell's half-disabled, pathetic nephew.
1: Can we talk about the snot? Ugh,
0: it's so gross.
1: And I think this... I, I don't know if it would have been... I'm sure it was always disgusting, but watching it in HD now and a big TV and...
0: Yeah, now just, that you can see everything. The crusty snot. Uh, oh, my I'm gonna God. I'm going to vomit, Like, dude. when he
1: first gets off the bus... I want to give a special shout out to that makeup job or whatever it was. Cause I, I just, I remember seeing kids' noses like that. You know, uh, I'm going to vomit. It's they still so got gross. a bubble of wet snot, but then all the dry snot around it. Too. How
0: do you not wipe your I face, dude? I could never deal. It with was that making me
1: cringe the whole
0: time. Uh, you want a snot rag? <laughs> we talked about the uh, whole homophobic office meds uh, office med scene with Samir from office space. Um,
1: yeah there was definitely some uh well and then they they drop the f bomb in this movie
0: a couple times. Yeah and then he Marcus does it. I think the kid who's bullying Thurman does it. Yeah, yeah. and
1: then uh and then there's when Marcus is arguing or talking shit to Bernie Mac and he's like, pick him up, Leonardo Da Vinci. He's like, what you call me? I called you a, yeah, yeah. Called you a guinea homosexual from the 15th century, motherfucker. See, that is such a smart line. <laughs> yeah. I I was like, that is such a great, like, comeback insult, like- Because Marcus, you can tell- Very, very, I mean, it's, it's racially insensitive. Yep. It's insensitive to the homosexual community. Yep. And kind of historians, if you ask me.
0: Yeah, or just, yeah- Marcus, what, you what can a tell, fucking... but, but that one line says so much yeah. about Marcus's character. It uh, says that he can talk some shit. It yeah. also says that he's a, a very smart person. Yeah. God,
1: that line yeah. is, that cracked me up. There's some lines in this that you couldn't get away with these days. What about, about this football.
0: one? Listen, man, i boned a lot of fat chicks in my time, <laughs> yeah. but I can never recall fornicating anyone.
1: See, and that, that is one of the lines from this movie that I had, had seen a thousand times and heard yeah. a bunch, but when you're watching it, in the movie, it just in hits the context, different. It's so good. It yeah. hits different. Yeah. uh
0: th- th- I like the ongoing joke about Bernie Mac having digest- uh, digestive tract issues because he's in there, he's sucking on oranges, and then yeah. he's drinking stool softening metamucil in another scene. And his
1: teeth are just so fucking gross. Uh,
0: wait, Bernie's?
1: Yeah, did you not notice? No. There were a couple times, because he's like smoking cigarettes and shit, he had like black shit on his teeth
0: i did not notice that yeah
1: it's not in every scene but sometimes it opens his mouth real big and it was like oh my god it was like that season of fargo where they had the guy that was professor lupin uh which season i think it was the one with ewan mcgregor that's and the most he's got recent the bad one. teeth
0: yeah i remember that yeah
1: one. i think there's a more recent one with chris oh Rock, there is the chris but Rock i haven't one. watched that yeah, one. yeah it
0: takes place in kansas city
1: i haven't watched it yet i haven't I either watch it
0: i don't like period pieces
1: but you watched all the other
0: fargos i know it's, it's, <laughs> what i don't know fargo's a good show it's a good show uh we talked about oh this is another scene I. or this is another um line i love so when he's talking to marcus about his living situation when he moves into the house he's like he lives with his drooling ass grandmother and she sits in front of the TV all the time and occasionally gets up to play soccer with her tits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I laughed out loud. I had to pause the movie because I, was like, I laughed out loud. It's so funny. Even,
1: and we've already brought up Chorus Leachman, but shout out to her in this, like the scene where she is dead. And I knew that she wasn't dead, but it still cracked me up. She looked you, dead. Yeah, she wakes back up. and You want some sandwiches? I don't know. She just, shout out, Chorus.
0: I mean, she's clearly not all the way there either. Like yeah. there's dementia going on there. Uh, She's
1: wearing the Santa hat in one scene when he's making the fried baloney. Yeah, the bologna fried toastatas. bologna,
0: and he's just fucking. Un- well, it's not a tostada by any means. What well, he, he throws, says it is. He throws salsa on. it. It's like now it's a tostada. Now it's a tostada. And it's just fried bologna on a half of white bread, yeah. which is objectively disgusting. Uh, yeah. Well, I've never tried it. I won't knock it yet. So, I like baloney. Yeah, no, no, I don't have a problem with it. But yeah. if you just fry and put it on a piece of white bread, like that's not going to be with good with salsa. Yeah, the that, salsa makes yeah. it worse. Yeah. So I want to go back to having sex in a hot tub. Not only is it a terrible (laughs) idea because someone's going to get a UTI, but it just, I wonder about Laura Graham's character in this scene and what she sees. What on earth does she see in this guy, Willie? She keeps asking how long he's going to be in town and if he's going to call her, like when he leaves, like as if she's interested in having a long term relationship with this dude who's clearly a raging alcoholic loser who has like a real job 30 days out of the year. I mean, she has to be one. Fucked up, damaged human being to even be remotely attracted to this person. Well, she's got a Santa thing. Yeah, but how that can only go so far. I don't know. It's there's some plenty of other guys. Childhood. There's plenty daddy of other guys issues. who who as Santa thirty days out of the year who don't have all the fucking baggage with Maybe does. she doesn't like fat guys. I guess
1: if she was into Santa though, she probably would. She would be disappointed that he was skinny too. Yeah. You know. Yeah,
0: right. If she has a thing for Santa, she want that big rotund belly. You would think so. You would think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I. I guess I just went with it at that point. I think it. she fell in love with him when he's like, I'm just uh, eating, sleeping,
0: shitting, fucking shitting, Santa Claus.
1: Prove it. Yeah, that's hot. And she's
0: clearly fucking a mannequin yeah. in that car. Like that. I like how like the hat moves, but the head just doesn't. You can tell it's, there's not a real person
1: there. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, I did. Okay. Fuck me, Santa. Fuck me, Santa.
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> not At least your... take the hat off. <laughs> no, no, she loves the hat.
1: I love the way Billy Bob just delivers every line. He's I just fantastic. want to throw that out there real quick.
0: I like the scene with him and Brian Callen at the beginning when he's behind the bar and the initial initially oh, the yes. scene makes you think, oh, he's working.
1: Because he says, I'm going to go down to Miami, open my own bar, yeah. maybe marry a waitress. <laughs> yeah, shout out to that Miami scene. Because he's cutting fruit at first, so yeah. you think, okay, he did it.
0: Yeah, and then Brian he Callen,
1: hey, bar. asshole, yeah. get out from behind my bar. Starts throwing bottles and shit. I love that they threw the bottle and it hit the camera. Like, yeah. and you could kind of see that they both actors like were looking at the camera at that point, like, you yeah, actually got it. I don't know. But they kept and acting. He keeps great. giving
0: that vivacious, fuck you. Yeah. And he throws a full bottle of liquor at a human being, which it could be attempted murder.
1: Yeah. But then I started, and then it gets to him, like, fucking eating a corn dog and just watching chicks play volleyball. Because
0: he's such a terrible human being.
1: This movie kind of made me want a corn dog. They showed a couple corn dogs in this movie.
0: I like a good corn dog.
1: I, I, it's not something I eat all the time. No, but, no, no. You know, hot dog on a stick.
0: I would say that's that's more ballpark fair type, yeah. type stuff, carnival type stuff. Carnival, sure. Yeah, Any, anywhere you can buy a funnel cake, you should be able to get a corn dog.
1: Absolutely, and Sonic, they have. Yeah, well, yeah, dogs, of course. You know.
0: No funnel cakes at Sonic, though. No. Um, but- I'm not sure what's funnier: finding out that this fucked up kid's name is Thurman Merman, or that Billy Bob didn't know his name the entire fucking movie.
1: I I thought Thurman Merman was pretty funny. It's very funny. I, it was. I I don't know. I guess it's not like. Comic Gold, but it was funny uh, It's pretty, it pretty funny. It's funny. It's a funny name. Uh,
0: it's funny. Thurman Thurman
1: funny name. Funny name. He got all C's. You know, not terrible. Well, he got one B. He got
0: one B. He got one B. Yeah. There. Yeah. He's like, so did I do good? He's like, oh, fuck. I don't know, man. I felt so bad for that kid. Of course. Yeah. Seems like a bad recon mistake to not know what kind of uh, safe the mall has before you commit to a month of being Santa and an elf.
1: Especially when you've already been there for a month an entire month yeah yeah
0: you would think you want to recon what kind of, that seems like basic crook shit like if i'm gonna have to crack a safe and we're gonna commit to the the month of you know this character and being santa in the self we should know what we have to crack <coughs> that's
1: i i guess that's marcus's fuck up because we've already said that he was the he's the one he's that, the brains yeah he sets it all up for he's him he's the planner
0: so. goddamn God. marcus that is marcus's fuck up yeah I'm also not sure Marcus had to kill Willie. He just opened the unopenable safe.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I guess I kind of get it because he was trying. You need that at the end, kind of, I guess, to cause some drama. But
0: No, it, that's exactly that, yeah. that's very, it, it, it. The story's better if he yeah. tries to kill him, so I agree with that. But in real life, if you just open an, an unopenable safe, have, have him on another year. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, absolutely. It's not, there's it's no risk. I, I would agree with that. My last question I have about this film, is this movie better if we skip the monologue with the letter to the kid and he just dies at the end?
1: I was seriously like, are they going to do it? Are they going to kill him off? I knew there was a bad Santa too, but you know, they can retcon shit or figure something out. So I was like, are they really going to, is he going to die right now? I did like the happy ending though.
0: I think it worked here. I have a theory. I don't think that was the original ending though.
1: Maybe that is the director's cut because it's about three minutes uh, yeah they just cut out the end maybe he just dies there at the end
0: i mean this movie's so dark and it doesn't seem like it should have a happy ending like in in real life willie the character willie's story doesn't end well yeah no i i think had they
1: just ended it there where he'd get shot and killed out front uh it would have definitely made me think more it would have been a movie that made me go huh
0: and you could still have bad Santa too, because th- it was it would be slightly ambiguous as to whether he died or not. Yeah, it wouldn't it wasn't definitive. Right, but then but the letter is funny at the end. From, yeah, okay. From a comedic perspective, I like the letter at the end. It all worked out for him. It ties everything up. Yeah, but from if this like from an artistic perspective and what happens to this character and what I think would have been a more profound ending would be if they just cut it off before the letter.
1: I agree with that. I think it would have definitely been more of a In Bruges situation at that point. Yes, exa- that's exactly that's, what it would have been. Yeah. And I, I really, really hoped really I didn't yeah. die. Yeah.
0: I really, really hoped I didn't die. All right. Now, moving on to. And I've gone back and forth in that. Movie. Oh, I'm sorry. Keenan, do you What do you have anything else? No,
1: I was just. With In Bruges, I, every other time I watch it, I'm like, did he die? Did he stay alive? You know, I'm now I've settled on, I'm pretty sure he dies at the end, but
0: who knows? I want to say I think he lives.
1: See? I'll have to watch it again.
0: I think he lives. Yeah. For, well, no, maybe he dies because I don't know the irony of him for the first time in the entire film, hoping he really, really, really wouldn't die. Yeah, and then die. I mean, I don't know. It's that that's that's the ambiguous ending. It's fun. That's a thinking man's movie. All right, moving on to. Do you know what it's time, time, time it is for Tipsy Trivia? <laughs>
1: oh, that was
0: I. I like the actual little pause between it there. It's pretty good. Yeah. This is the portion of the podcast where we have five trivia-based questions from the film. If Keenan gets three of the five correct, I have to shotgun and he doesn't. If he gets less than three correct, he has to shotgun and I don't. But inevitably, we will all end up shotgunning because it's that kind of a show. Number one.
1: Number eins.
0: This is a fun one. Which actor was originally signed on to play Willie but backed out for another film? Was it A, John Voight, B, Bill Murray, C, Dwight Yoakam, or D, Bruce Dern? Oh,
1: oh, yeah, that's an interesting mix there. I want to say John Voight. I, I would have really enjoyed seeing that. But I'm going to say Dwight Yoakam.
0: Uh, both wrong. It was Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Bill huh? Murray was signed. On. He dropped out of this f- to do the picture lost in translation.
1: Yeah, okay. So he went a completely different direction.
0: Yeah, which is also a very good movie.
1: Yeah. Uh. Everyone wants to know what he whispered to Cigar Joe.
0: Everyone does want to know. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Another person who was attached to this and was going to star but uh, couldn't do it cuz committed to another film, Jack Nicholson.
1: Jack Nicholson, huh?
0: Yeah, he had to was already committed to something's got to give, wanted to play the role,
1: couldn't do it. I could have seen Jack doing this really well probably, but uh, I just Billy Bob, so good. Other people contacted for the part. Oh man,
0: Larry David.
1: <laughs> that would have been interesting. James Gandolfini. Okay. Ah, uh. Dennis Leary. I, that one I could definitely see.
0: And Robert De Niro.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. I I, I could see... That's the, some heavy hitters, man. I would
0: love to see... Uh, I would watch four different versions of this movie with all of them starring. Yeah, I would kind of want to see it to all. See it. And then compare... Jack Nicholson's the most interesting to me, though. That yeah. would be fucking wild.
1: That would have been... I could have seen it... Well, because this wasn't too far before The Departed, right? Like... Uh, uh, about three years. About three, four years, something yeah. like that. So, yeah. yeah uh, and he goes fucking all out in that one bananas yeah imagine him in this one that would have been pretty nuts
0: all right number two over under 301 how many profanities are used in this movie (laughs) uh over under 300 total profanities okay including 159 fucks and 73 shits there's a lot of goddams too and goddams yep yeah Uh, that's the one uh number three you should know this i think you mentioned it several times throughout this podcast two major members of this cast are now deceased who are they
1: yeah well so i wrote it down uh because i was like it's good to see john ritter mm-hmm. and uh bernie mack as it,
0: well i think whoever submitted this piece of information Cloris leachman was still alive at that point right yeah. so you can now add chloris leachman to
1: so that's literally my notes go good to see john ritter again and bernie Mac and Cloris leachman because like the
0: all very the funny, very good The sequence that they come actors, in the yeah. movie,
1: too. It's like you see John Ritter establishes a character, then it's Bernie Mac. It's like, man, they're doing a scene together. Both these guys are dead now. That sucks.
0: Yeah, they're both... They're great in this movie yeah. together. Great chemistry, both very funny.
1: I watched the Ocean's movies not too terribly long ago. Bernie's good in those. And Bernie Mac. And shout out to him when he's in the nail salon and this movie, too. It's like his character in oceans movie so i'm guessing that bernie Mac
0: actually went to nail salons a lot it does seem like that he does uh, his characters yeah. do seem to have that same trait where they like pedicures yeah
1: they do hey, come on come on lady i can take it the, then he yells there. The yeah, he, yells yeah. The
0: the scene is he asked her to dig in he's like what's wrong with you woman yeah. yeah uh number four true or false the czech republic's title for this film translate to translates to santa is a pervert
1: <laughs> uh true it is true okay yeah
0: it is true and number... That's, that's accurate. Yeah, Santa is a perfect. yeah. Number five. True or false? Billy Bob Thornton was genuinely intoxicated during some of the filming. I... So I wondered that
1: a couple times. Because I'm like, he is doing great acting here if he's not hammered. Drunk acting. I'm going to say false just because I think he's good enough of an actor that he could pull it off. But, I mean, it's amazing acting if it's not
0: true. Uh, it's true. Uh, in the escalator scene where he's coming up, the escalator passed out. He's legitimately passed out drunk after drinking three glasses of wine, four vodka cranberries, and a few Bud Lights.
1: Did he do that just for the... I think so. Okay. Yeah,
0: no, I think he was getting into character. Yeah, yeah. okay.
1: Well, I, yeah, shout out to him then.
0: Yeah, good job, Billy. Good I, job, Billy Bob.
1: Been listening to the It's Always Sunny podcast. So good. It's, it's so, so good. good. Yeah.
0: It's one of the the... They are so funny just talking to each other. Yeah. They are like so fucking funny. Two
1: minutes about whatever episode they're reviewing, and then it's just them bullshitting yeah, the whole time.
0: Th- th- the goal of the podcast was to talk about you know, the episodes episode by episode, but yeah. they, uh, 85% of it is them just bullshitting around. So it's that's so funny.
1: Listening to that podcast is what made me think about, is he actually drunk or not in this? Because they, they talk about... Drunk how acting. They're drunk acting and how they weren't actually drunk because they're filming all this well, stuff. I think but
0: Lim was jealous of Charlie's drunk acting.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they were jealous of Caitlin's and all that stuff. They all are great drunk actors, so. though.
0: That, that's such a great show. Yeah. It's so funny.
1: New season's been really fucking funny, too.
0: I need to watch it. I haven't watched any They're on yet. Hulu.
1: If, if, uh, they come on the next day if you have Hulu. All right, now
0: it's time for... Drinking buddy. But listen to
1: this podcast. They're successful enough. Fuck them.
0: Yeah, fuck them. D- they should be plugging us. Yeah. Uh, this is the portion of the podcast where we choose an actor, not a character. Sorry, not an actor, but a character from the <laughs> film that we would get irresponsibly ship faced, fucked up, drunk, shy if you will. And I will with Keenan. who is your drinking buddy?
1: I mean, I think it's obvious. I'm just going to say Willie. Willy,
0: I agree. Yeah, we both agree. Willie's the only option.
1: I don't think I could quite hang with Willie.
0: But then again, maybe I could. The fucked up thing is, I'm not happy about this, but I think I could. Yeah, yeah. Well, he well takes no, a lot of shots, shots whiskey, the, that's shots. the Thing, yeah. yeah. When when he's with Laura, uh, Sue at yeah. the bar, and they take four shots in a matter of 27 seconds. Uh, no, no, I couldn't do that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> when he said the very beginning of the movie where he's just hammered, drunk, and then he pukes in the alley. Uh, that's good puke acting too, I guess. But it was disgusting. I was like, ah,
0: yeah. Definitely brought back some. I've been there bad before. Bad memories. Yeah. All right, uh, Rotten Tomatoes over under. I will set the critics at a seventy-five percent. You're right. I just choked on the twisted Z there. Uh, I'll say over, over seventy-eight percent from the critics. All right. I will set the audience at a seventy-six percent. I'm gonna hope over under seventy-five percent. Really, it's very good. I this is a solid eighty at least. I th- I agree with that. IMDb is. Seven, I think seven point zero. Yes, on the dot. My real buzz rating is a four and a half out of five beers.
1: I will agree with that. Four and a half out of five. I'm really pissed off that it took me. It's been eighteen years since this movie came out, and
0: God, it has.
1: I've wasted a full birth to being able to vote not watching this movie and i think this will become a christmas staple for me from now on
0: as is, it already is mine yep. yeah my mom loves this movie really yeah she yeah. laughs so hard at it
1: i think this is another and we've talked about other movies like this on the pod that i was it came out in 2003 so i would have just turned 13.
0: yeah i would have been a freshman in yeah. high school,
1: and it was like to where i was my parents were starting to be cool with me seeing most rated r movies but right. i think this one might have still been a little bit where they were like yeah you're not quite old enough a little for racy. This one yeah yeah so I just many years went by and never saw it. And then I watched it today and I really enjoyed it. So.
0: Well, if you want to watch this film, we watched it on Amazon Prime. I It might be. I didn't check. So I was I, lazy. It might be free on Netflix. I don't know.
1: Uh, no, I looked it up. I, I've i got the Just Watch app. And okay. um, I think it might have been free on Pluto, Pluto. Pluto Pluto. TV. But then it's got the ads and eh, fuck that. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. Three ninety nine on Amazon. It was it's worth it. Fine. I almost wish I would have just paid the nine ninety nine to buy to buy it, at it that point. because
0: I think we're going to be watching it. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I think at that point, it's better to invest in the film for the rest. Yeah, I yeah. completely agree. Yeah, I think I, I might own this movie anyway, and I ah, <laughs> you f- probably have it uh, on DVD God somewhere. No, I definitely think I have a digital copy. Oh really? Yeah. I'm pre- now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah. Oh well. All right. Well, hey, thank you for listening to, I think this is episode 105 of Real Buzz Takes. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the little holiday
1: break there, guys. Yeah. We are We're the back Re- for Christmas.
0: We're back for Christmas. We are the Real Buzz too. Kenan, take us out. And uh, make sure you have plans for this New Year's, Steve. We are the Real Buzz crew, and we review the best of the worst for you. This concludes our broadcast day. Balls. Oh, thank you.